Agotavach, this is Gemara Moikoin, Daf Yurches, Reishir, has been generously sponsored. Li'ilui Nishmas, Yaakov Ibnachum, Ben Arav Pesach Zelig, learning the entire Chavura, should be a tremendous Chos, Li'ilui Neshama, a Yid that was lit Nifter last Shabbos, and I'm told, I did not, I did not have this Chos to know this Yid, but he was learning the Daf together with us, Echad Vimnei Chavura. So therefore, we'd like to sponsor, and his family would like to sponsor, all his nieces and nephews, the entire Katz family, as a tremendous Chos, Li'ilui Neshama, as they finish their week of Shiva, Emir Tzashem, Harav Yaakim Nachum, and Rav Pesach Zelig, his neshama should be on a higher and higher place in Canadian Shalmeila, the schos of the entire Chabura's learning should bring a tremendous nechama to the family, and as well a tremendous schos for Rav Yaakov Nachaben or Rav Pesach Zelik. Learning should be a tremendous chos. Shidoch Mishochayim and Tavarishim Mimros. He's Gedusha Shandis Roshan Mokul. Rav Chaim Shandis Gedusha Shandol. Shema Ben Chaya Ofek Ben Ateli Shloimo Ben Libi Zava Rochel Bastino. They should find the Shidoch Pekare Mamish as well as Chos for Shloimo Shol Yosef Ben Rivida Man Rivigo Chaim Mitzar Shlom Sin Reis Azar Bas Kenendi to Basim Mas Chaysara Yosef Yol Mimindel Ezer Peretz Shalei Shlom Bas Dami Veshavigo Shochan Shmol Ben Tildin Rizim Bechay Bas Mina Dinayim Veshavigo Siu Vehigrova Rivigo Hashem Dazim Vechlesh Amr Ben Yakoi Tzara Bas Kila Shlom Yisar Ben Esther Yehudis, Rafal Avram and Rochel Adayim Shimon Ben Chana, Vigal Peral Bas Esther, Miriam Gavrila Bas Blumi Yisrael Yitzchak Ben Dina, the Pesayi Shar Chayli Yisrael. We pick it up in the bottom of Yud Zayin Omid Bees, two lines from the bottom. Tanu Rabanan. And before we begin, I'll just throw out there that it is the Shabbos Mavarchim today. It will be Rosh Chaydish this week. Anyone who liked to get involved in the schos of the learning for the month of Adar, please be in touch. And here we begin, Taner Abana, two lines, far the wide lines, Kolilu Shamru, everything that which we said, Mutarun Legaleach, Vimayid, everyone that we said that you're allowed to Legaleach, you're allowed to take a haircut on Chalamayid, Mutarun Legaleach, Vimayavilon. You're allowed to get a haircut in the days of Avilos, and today really we're going to focus primarily on the halachas of Avelos. So if you could get a haircut on Cholamayin, you could get a haircut on Avelos. Ask the Gemara on the first white line in Yizayinam and Beis, Vatan Yasurin. We learned the exact opposite in the Raisa. Explains the Gemara, Merv Chizdam, Rav Shilo, Kitan, Yahacha, Mutarin, Bishetakfuay, Valov. When do we say it's permissible? Not in any case of Avelos. In a case where it's Takfuay that it grabbed hold of, that they occurred in succession, there was one Avelos and another so when there's back-to-back Avelos, an extreme case, that's when we're giving more leniencies and liberties in the rules of Avelos. But if not, a regular case of Avelos, you're right, you would not to be able to take a haircut. Ask the Gemara one second, So then if the case is this unique case, Avelos and Avelos back-to-back, and that's why we're being makol. So says the Gemara, so why specifically in the cases that we are lenient on Cholamahid will be lenient over here in Avelos? Everything should be waived because of the unique circumstances of Avelos back to back to Avelos. Titania, as we learned in Abraisa, four, three lines into the white lines. What happens? You let a lighten up your hair. Mikkel. Excuse me. Hech mitzayir of your hair becomes heavy. Then mekel betaroi kolayin with a razor or mechabik sauce. But my, you clean your clothing. So it seems that this itself is a hetero. This is irrelevant to anything else coming up from Medina Sayom, coming out of jail, mitzayir, etc. It sounds like this unique allowance for back-to-back avilus. So why are you telling me it's only in these cases? Answers the Gemara. Itmar Allah. We learned on this. Amar Avchista betar v'loy b'misvarayim. 
That heter, the heter of back-to-back avilos was with what? That you could cut your hair with a razor and not with a scissor. Bimayim, you can use water to wash your clothing below Benesser. You can use detergent below oil, a different type of detergent. And in our case, we're being nakedly even for that. So the unique leniency, as we're starting today, that whatever we said about Chalamayim is motor, you come home from jail, you get out of, excuse, you get out of jail, come home from Vendina Zayam, etc., applies to avilos. What type of avilos? Back-to-back Avilos, and what's the Chiddush? Because back to back Avilos always contains the Nintis. The Chiddush and the novelty is that you could even use the scissor, you could even use detergent, etc. Amr Avchista says, Avchista says, Amaris, you know, we see from over here, Avel Asur Bidichlaises. The basic sum total of everything we just said is that a regular Avel cannot do laundry, and only in these unique cases are. We being Makel. Says the Gemara, four lines from the bottom, Tanu Rabbanon. Kishem Shamras Legalechman Mayed. Just like you're not allowed to give a haircut of Cholamaikach, Asr, Little Sipar Nayib, and Mayed, if you're a Yehuda, you're not allowed to cut your nails. Rabbi Yaisi Matir. Ukishem Shabru Avalas Legalechman Avelov. Just like an Avel is not allowed to get a haircut. Kachos Little Sipar Nayib, and Avelov, you're also not allowed to cut your nails during Avelos. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yaisi Matir. So two different cases. Is case number one is you can't cut your nails. Case number two is you can't cut your uh, your toenails. Excuse me. Case number one. One more time. Case number one was Kshim Shamar Asli Galeach Asr Litol Sipar Naim. And case number two was Asr Litol Sipar Naim. One second. Something happened over here. One more time. Let's go back up. I lost focus. Excuse me. Tanya Rabbanon. Four lines to the bottom. Just like it's forbidden to get a haircut, you're not allowed to cut your nails. On Cholamayit. Rabbi Yaisi says you're allowed to. Just like Ukshim Sha'amru. Ukshim Sha'amru. Avol Asli Galeach. May Avelo. You're not allowed to get a haircut during Avelos. Asli Basibranai. May Avelos. So is the Dudinim. Excuse me. The first thing is you're not allowed to cut your nails at Cholamayit. The second thing is you can't cut your nails during Avelos. And in both cases, Rabbi Yaisi allows you both to cut your nails during Avelos and nails during Cholamayit. Amr Ula. What is the Psaq Halacha? Halacha. He splits. Half we go with Avelos. Rav Yehuda, we're going to be Machmir, and half will be Mekel, like Rav Yehuda. Shmuel Amar says Shmuel as we turn over to Daf Yod Chesam and Aleph. Halachik Rav Yehuda b'Mayir u'b'Avel. We're Mekel in both cases. Why? And here comes an incredible, important rule. Da'amar Shmuel Halachik Divrei Mekel b'Avel. The rule is in Hilchas Avelos we go with the lenient opinion. Now, this does not mean that any Shiloh we just say is mother. This does not mean that any Machloikis we take the lenient opinion. The simple understanding is within the Gemara, when we have a Machloikis, we're going to go with the lenient opinion, which really is what, um, no, not Taisus over here says, Taisus elsewhere on Dav is going to point this out as we'll get there. But that is the reason we're passing Rav Yaisi in both cases. Why Allah HaKidivri HaMekol B'chol HaMoid. Says the Gemara, a story, Pinchas Achuad Marshmuel, Pinchas the brother Marshmuel, it's a Rabbi Milsa, something happened, meaning something was Nifter HaShmuel HaMeshal, so Shmuel came, LeMishal Taima Minei, Shmuel went to console him, to be Menachem Avel, Chazunu LeTarfei Davin Efishan, and what did Shmuel see? He saw that his nails were very long, he didn't cut his nails. Amr Leh, Milo Shaglizlu, Shmuel says, why didn't you cut your nails? Amr Leh, even the day of a Mimizalzilzaz Bey, so the, this Pinchas, the brother of says, Shmuel, if this happened to you, would you be so mezalz? Would you be so cheap? 
Meaning, if you, Shmuel, were an Abel, would you be so callous and so uh, light just to say to go cut your nails? Kulehai. Having says the Gemara, as we've seen many times, it was like an error that came from the ruler that the Pritchas, the brother of my Shmuel, said that if it was by you, Shmuel, what would you do? And what happened, and uh, things happened to Shmuel, and he became an Avil. So now Pritchas, the tables have turned, then the Pritchas is coming to visit Shmuel. So Shmuel took his nails and threw them at Pinchas. Amar Leis, that didn't last long. Do not have a bris with your mouth. You gotta watch your mouth. How careful we have to be, as Rashi says. So you have to be super duper careful with what comes out of your mouth. And he said, Pinchas, look what happened from the mere words that you said. And the Gemara now points out, Where do we know this concept? They have to be super careful that what you say, Shanamar. Avraham Avinu by the Kedah tells the lads, tells Yitzchak that we're going to come back. We're going to go to Nishtachavem. And then in Ashuba, we're going to come back. Excuse me. Wait here. Excuse me, I read that wrong. Shmuel says, wait here. That's wrong. Avram says, wait here, and I'm going to come back. I and the Nar, I and Yitzchak will go. We're going to serve Hashem. We're going to come back. So Avram Avinu's prophetic words that he says, I'm going to bring Yitzchak back. And that's indeed what happened. That Yitzchak came back with Avram, the Yishach to the Isle, instead of Yitzchak. Says the Gemara, let's delve a bit deeper into the Avel, doing his nails, cutting his nails. During the Avelos. Says the Gemara, Savaminei, Tiyad in the Regaloi. What did Shmuel mean? What do you now let it cut? Says the Gemara, the hands are that which you are, yes, allowed to cut. The foot is what you're not allowed to cut. Both are equal. You're not allowed to cut either one. And And what are you not allowed to cut with? Not only not that you just not allowed to cut your nails. On Shabbos, for example, you can't cut your nails. What can you not cut your nails with on Shabbos? Can't cut with your teeth. You can't cut with a scissor. You can't cut with anything. It's true. There's different levels. The scissor will be a derisa. The nail clippers will be a derisa. To bite your nails will be a derabon. But says Rav over here is different. The gunstera, the scissor, that is what is forbidden on Cholamayim. But, as Rashi says, the Mizbarayim. But if you're going to do it, you're going to cut your nails with your mouth. That will be permitted. And now, based off of this, says the Gemara of Shem Merabah, Shem Rabbah says, I was in front of Rabbi Yechon Bey Midrasha in Beis Medjish B'chol Shamoid, Shaklin Alitofrei B'Shinei. And what did he do? He bit his nails with his mouth, Vizarkinu, and he threw them in the Beis Medjish. Again, it's Chol which is one of the entities that we just said, you're not allowed to cut your nails. And what do we see? We see this great God of Rabbi Yechon is in there biting his nails and leaving them in the Beis Medjish. So comments the Gemara, Shmami Notlas, from this story, we learn three beautiful dinim. Number one, obviously, you're allowed to cut your nails, meaning with your mouth, biting your nails. 
And number two, we see he's obviously not repulsive. You're allowed to bite them. There's actually a lacha that you're not allowed to do something repulsive and disgusting. We see Rav Yechon himself was biting his nails. Obviously, it's not repulsive. And number three, you're allowed to throw them in the base match. Just to point out one din that we say you're allowed to bite your nails, it's not repulsive. We just have to point out the comment of the Chazaynish. When the Chazaynish would see someone biting his nails during the week, he would say, you're Machal Shabbos. I don't know if he said it to him or someone else. And what do you mean, you're Machal Shabbos? It's a Tuesday. What do you do wrong? And the Chazaynish explained that those who bite their nails on a Tuesday... Bite their nails on Shabbos. You have a bad habit? You're going to do it on Shabbos. And it's us, sir. So you're Machalel, Shabbos, the care we have to take. But we see over here that what's allowed, a Cholomite is someone forgot to cut his nails. Bite your nails. No big deal. Not that you're a nail biter. Bite your nails for now to fix your nails. And what can you do with them? Throw them in the shul. Says the Gemara. Amy, is that true? There are three things that we said about nails. This we have learned. We have learned this Gemara together. It's Gemara Nidva. I think we saw it elsewhere. Perhaps we saw it in Brachis. That what? Akaibran, if you bury your nail, bury your nails, you're a tzaddik. Sarfun, if you burn your nails, chasid your pais. Zarkon, Rosha. If you throw your nails, you're Rosha. Taima, ma'ai. You know why? Shemata'abar, aleim, isha, ubra. A pregnant woman will walk on over your nails. Betabal, isha, and rachmanas, and it can cause the woman to have a miscarriage. This is one of the real things. There's all these old wives tails out there. But this is a real one. You can't leave your nails on ground, so someone's going to walk over, God forbid, and miscarriage. So ask the Gemara, how was Rabbi Yechon throwing his nails in the middle of the base madrash? Says the Gemara, simple answer, baby, Joshua, women are usually not walking throughout the base madrash. But if you're going to suggest, and maybe you'll suggest one second, maybe sometimes the nails might go outside of the base madrash, so we'll take them, etc. Vishadullah Avrayan is going to go Outside, meaning, excuse me, till the Michlish maybe they're going to be swept and collected together and go outside. So, what happens when they sweep? Now you have the nails lying in the middle of the street. He says the Gemara, fascinating answer. Salach Lamaisa brought down by the Mishnah Bruah and the Shokhnar Harav. Kimon the Ishtani, Ishtani. Once they move their location, if I buy my nails here and I spit them here on the floor, that's the Saikana of a pregnant woman who walks over them. But if I sweep them to another room, that is not the Saikana. Whether it has to be another room, whether it's just enough, enough other area in the same room is not clear, but we'll leave it at that. Amr Av Yudam Arav says Rav Yudam the name of Rav, three lines from the wide lines, Azug Abah Machmasan, Azug Abher of Tamil Chanan came from Machmasan Lefnei Rabbi. And who were they? Umazucha Masni, Umazucha learned a little differently. Zubag Me Machmas Me Chamosan Lefnei Rabbi. And what happened? They came in front of they came in front of Rabbi Yubikshamine Menu and they asked as follows. Sibarnaim, they said, Are you allowed to cut your nails? And Rabbi said, You can cut your nails. And the Gemara comments on the first white line, Vivikshumi Menu Safa. And if they would have asked about the hair above the lips, the mustache, Hitjulahem Rabbi would have as well been safa. They actually asked about trimming the mustache. And Rebbe allowed them. But says Gemara, why? Why are you let it trim your mustache? It means from corner to the mouth, the corner to the mouth, that's where it's allowed. 
It doesn't mean any case you can trim your mustache. It means if it's blocking the food, you can't eat. I guess it's quite a long mustache blocking your mouth. I don't know if it means you physically can't eat. It means it's getting, you know, it's going to get quite disgusting. The food's going to get involved. That's when you have a hat to trim your mustache. It happened to me, and that's when I could shave my mustache. And because it's the same person, we have another, I don't want to call it random, another sidebar. I got it to teach in a bar in the days of Moshe Rabbeinu was one ama tall, Ziknai ama, his beard was an ama, Upar Mashtikoy ama, and his male uh, organ was an ama, Vizeris and Azeris, like Kayamash and Emmer to, to fulfill the apostle, Vishavala Nashim Yakim Allah, that those that are Low down are gonna rule over it. He wasn't Amgushi, meaning that he's going out to the to the to the to bathe. This was he was a sorcerer, he used to make it, didn't have to use the bathroom. And of course, as always, there are many Shatim here, the depth of exactly what's going on, more than the literal translation. But for now, as it's getting late, let's move on. Says the Gemara of Ilum I'm going back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah they were allowed to do laundry, you come home from Medina Zayam. Says the Gemara six lines from the bottom of Yechazam Ralph Amr Abasi Amr Abyechran. Misha'in loyal chaluk echad, mutter lechapsay becholishamait. You got one shirt, you'll have to wash it a cholamait. Master of Yermi, ask of Yermi one second. What did the Mishnah teach us? Elu mechamsim emayin abam tizayam bechulu. Hanien, mishayin leel cholik achalai. Did the Mishnah list the hetter if you only have one shirt? No. So why are you telling me that's included in the list of leniencies? I'll explain to you the Mishnah. The Mishnah means, even in the case of multiple shirts, and they got dirty, that's when you're allowed to laundry them, when you came back from Dinosaur, etc. But now we have a new and completely different actor of Yechon is teaching us. We only have one shirt that itself is an allowance. On the last line, Linen garments, you're allowed to do laundry on Cholamayid. And Rashi says, because it's not such a tircha, it's not such a bother to wash linen. The hand towels, as we turn over to Yechesim Abayis, Hatzabarim of the barbers. That's what's allowed. What do we see? Says the Gemara. Only the things in the Mishnah, the hand towels, the barber towels, we'll see a picture. In a moment, that's what's allowed. When you have an allowance to wash all towels, the hand towels, the barber towels, is that only linen? It's even other materials. I saw that everyone was bringing out bowls of linen garments. They were doing laundry. But not all laundry, just linen because of the ease to do the laundry. You're telling me a story. I saw everyone going to do laundry. Who tells you that they were allowed to do it? And therefore, it's not a raya. Here's just a beautiful picture from that same Mishnayi book. It couldn't resist. You see all the different types of towels. You have the towel on the top of the guy going to the mikvah. You have the towel of the barber. And you have the towel that's like the handkerchief over here as he digs into a nice piece of steak. And these are entities that get dirty all the time, which is the reason that gives you the allowance to uh, do laundry on them on Cholamayid. 
says the Mishnah on Yilchesam and Beis. And now we segue into other Melachos that are forbidden on Cholamayit. Says the Mishnah, The following items are allowed to be written. So what are we seeing? We're seeing that there's an Isser to write on Cholamayit, but these things are Motor. Kedushay Nashim, Gitin, whether Kedushin or Gitin, Shaivrim is a receipt, Taitiki is a Beth, uh, um, a, uh, a will on one's deathbed, Matana, a present, Uprisbalin, a Prisbal, Igeris, Shom, a letter of evaluation, Igeris, Mazain, a letter of support, Shitri, Chalitza, Mion, if someone does Chalitza, or Mion, Mion is if the young girl walks out of the marriage, is Shitri, Beirurin, or a document that says this, you selected a certain item, Gizirois, Bezdin, Vigarishel, Rishos. Just to point out, what is this referring to? What is the Isser? Whether the Isser is particularly because writing used to be a Maisa Uba, not everyone knew how to write, and that's why it's forbidden. But even if we're going to say that nowadays everyone knows how to write, it's still only going to be an allowance, let's say, it's going to have to be for a purpose. It's not going to be something you could just write for no reason. Says the Gemara, Amar Shmuel, Mutal Aris, Isha, Bechalamite. Says Shmuel a statement, Erisin, engagement, that's allowed on Cholamite. Says Vimar, why? Shemo yikadmenu acher. Bit of a Shadokhim, uh, Shadokhim moment we're gonna have right now. Says Shmuel, you know why? Cause maybe someone else will marry the girl. So you gotta wrap it up, ink the deal, you'll have to get engaged on Cholamite. Says the Gemara, Lehman Masayele, I'll bring you a proof to Shmuel. What did our Mishnah teach us? Sounds like you're writing up the Kedushin, you're writing up the Eresin. Again, it's not really just engagement, it's much more, as we've spoken on many times. Excuse me, it was not a Chazal, they used to do Eresin, they used to do Tanayim, separately. And that was Shtari Kedushin. So seemingly we have a Raya to Shmuel. La Shtari Psikta, that's not what he's referring to. What document are you writing about the Kedushin? You're writing about that which each side is and contribute to the wedding. Rav Gidol Amarav, like Rav Gidol Amarav famously teaches on Rav Gidol Amarav. Kama Atanais Labincha Kach Lekach, Kama Atanais Labincha Kach Lekach, Om Duve Kitshu, each one pledges with their side, the husband, the wife, the boy and the girl, well, their parents will pledge to support. They get up, they do kedushin, they undo the kitshu kanu, and there is a kinyin heinin advarim and ikin mira. And these are items that the kinyin acquisition works even by mere words. So says the Gemara. It's not necessarily a proof to anything that Shmuel says. It's not a raya that you're allowed to do irisin. Says Marlema Sayelay about uh, fifteen lines down. The first word of the line is lema. Let's bring a different proof to Shmuel that you're allowed to do irisin. We learned this already. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to get married. So dav chesem beis. Ain noisin nashim cholamayin. Not allowed to get married in cholamayin. Loy besula loy amana. First day marriage, second day marriage. Loy miyamin nor can you give him wife. And they should simcha yiloi. Ain marvin simcha besimcha. So you're not allowed to do it. That was one of the reasons. You're not allowed to get married in cholamayin. So what's the obvious implication? It's only full fledged marriage. Nisuin halare shari to do erusin. It's allowed. Raya to Shmuel. They allowed to do erusin in cholamayin. Explains the Gemara. No, loy mi boy kamar. From that, Bryce is not a proof. Loy mi boy laris the law. You know what I'll tell you? That Bryce is teaching me you're not allowed to do erusin. You know why? Loy mi boy laris the law. God in mitzvah. Neither say erusin, which is not a proper mitzvah. El afilu lisanami. Even to do proper wedding, proper nisuin, the God in mitzvah still is going to be forbidden, and therefore we do not have a raya. 
to the opinion of Shmuel. So continues the Gemara, Toshima. Let's bring another riot to Shmuel. Again, we're trying to bring a riot that would Shmuel start off the Gemara. They allowed to do Erisin on Cholam Oid. The Tanya, as we learned in a riot that Shmuel Ma'arsin, in the house of Shmuel, did Erisin, Avaloi, Koinsin. They did not do Nisuin. They noised to the Erisin, and they didn't make a proper meal for the Erisin. Shmam, you know, we see clearly that Erisin is allowed on Cholam Says the Gemara, Miyomer Shmuel, Shemikat Menu Acher. Is that the reason why the Shmuel allow Erisin? Because someone else might come and get your wife. Vamar Avyudomer Shmuel, Bechal Yoyim Yoyim. A fundamental Shiloh we have to deal with every single day. Baskal Yoyim says by Maris. A heavenly voice emerges and says, Basplaini Liblaini. This field, excuse me, this woman is for this man. So the Blaini Liblaini and this business deals for this man. So I asked the Gemara, how can you tell me someone else is going to take your Bash? Someone else is going to take your wife. We see clearly it's heavenly ordained. Answers the Gemara an absolutely incredible terrace. Someone else might daven, daven, he could change anything, could even change heavenly degrees and go and marry your wife. And now we're going to learn how to daven. Robert, a certain man davening, but he lines on the medium lines. And Robert, this man was saying, Hashem, please. Prepare for me this woman. I want to marry this woman. Let this shidduch work out. Amar lei. So Rav explains to the man, loy tibay l'chach. That is not the right way to David. Ichaz yilach, loy azla minach. Says Rav, says Rav, ichaz yilach, loy azla minach. If she's meant to you, then it's going to be for you. She's not going to leave you. Viloy covers Bashem, And if it's not for you, it's not your Bashem. It's your place. Pleading and begging God, please let Rachel be my future wife. But Rachel's not for you. Says the Gemara, After that, Rava heard the same man davening and saying, Either I'm going to have to die before her, or she's going to have to die before me. I won't be able to be her seeing this woman marry another man, etc. So Rava again responds to him, Rava responds to him, excuse me, Did I not tell you that's not the right way to daven? So we see that is the right way to daven, and not necessarily, it's true that you have you're ordained, you have your shidduch, but someone could dive it incorrectly and come and take it from you. We have a raya, three sources from all of Tanakh that what a shidduch comes straight from heaven. That from God a woman comes to man. Min atayur will receive the chesedi on lavan ubesuel. But Yemer me Hashem yotzah davar came from God. Min avim the chesedi avim malayadu ki me Hashemi comes from Hashem. Min atzuvim the second medium line the chesedi avayis vali nachlas avayis. Or me Hashem yishamas kelas. We see three different sources that every shidduch comes straight from heaven. Vamrav mishum Rabbi Yeruven ben Israbilia. Once he's talking, says another statement. Vamrilav mastid the tana. Some say it's a mishnah. Rabbi Yeruven ben Israbilia. Ein if someone is suspected, if they're talking about a certain person, it means that he obviously did something. If he didn't actually do what they're talking about, he did part of it. People don't talk about people for no reason, as they say. No story ever emerged about Rav Yashiv, obviously. So if they're talking about someone, there's something there. Either he did the whole action, he did part of the action, or even had thoughts to do the action. 
And finally, let's say he didn't. He's really a tzaddik. He didn't want to do that over here and he wasn't intending to, but it means he saw someone else doing it and he was happy. That's what caused at some level people to talk about him. Master of Yaakov, that's Rabbi Yaakov, one second. The first white line, the puzzle says that Klai Yisrael, certain things that were Asher they did not do Al Hashem Elokeim, understand their God. So what do we see that they were thinking things about Klai Yisrael even though they did not do them? Says, No, there they were provoking Klai Yisrael and therefore it's clearly even though there was no basis that's why they were thinking such. Tashma, another question. They suspected They were jealous of Moshe and Aaron. And what happened? Can you imagine? Every person warned his wife saying, Me Moshe! Don't get near Moshe Rabbeinu. We don't want you to be with Moshe Rabbeinu. So what do we see? We see that they're accusing and suspecting Moshe Rabbeinu of being illicit actions. But what do you mean we just said that there's never an accusation unless there's some truth to it? Explains the Gemara again. Also, Bisham Sinu, David again, who's because of some hatred of Moshe. That's they did it. Tashema, another Shailah, Amar, Rav Yaisi, three lines into the white line. Yechalku Misha Chayshten Naisab Adavar. That says, Rav Yaisi, my portion should be with the ones that they suspect for something. Vain boy. And I did not do I want that schar. That I was suspected, I didn't do it. So we see that of Yoisi and Rabbah are telling over stories that they were suspected and they didn't do anything wrong. So why are you telling me that every suspicion means there was something real? Explains the Gemara like called the Pasik. One is a rumor that stops, so then there's no truth. One is a rumor that doesn't stop, there's truth. And similarly says the Gemara, but called the Pasik at Kamba, what does it mean it didn't stop? and mother told me, that what does it mean? It means that in a town, the rumor lasts for a day and a half. Didn't stop in the middle. Then the rumor is meaningless. Four lines the bottom. They only stop because of fear. Then it doesn't mean anything. They're just afraid. That's when they stop talking. But if they stop talking not due to fear, that's when it shows that the rumor has no validity. The rumor didn't come up again. Is meaningless. We see how important we actually believe the popular opinion. We'll pick it up from the Mishnah in the next year of Mirza Hashem.